Do you ever hear the alarm go off and think, ugh, five more minutes? Well, you are not alone. Welcome to the Life as a Team Sport podcast, where we will take the concepts from sports and apply them to everyday life. So whether you're an athlete, a former athlete, the mom of an athlete, or just love watching sports, we invite you to come along with us as we explore family, faith, fitness, and have a lot of fun doing it. This is a podcast by the women of sport for the women of sport. Hey, Patricia, welcome back to the team room. Hey, Becky. Thanks. How you doing? Doing great. Good, man. It's been about two weeks since we've been in here and I feel like a lot has happened. Yes, a lot has happened at my house, so definitely. That's right. You're doing the construction. How's that going? Yes, it's actually going great. Uh, The neighbor guys and some friends showed up a couple weeks ago and tore out everything. And so I'm living in a construction zone, so it's a little rough, but I'm so excited about the progress. The plumber came and the electricians have come, and so we are making progress every day. I love it. A whole new kitchen about to about to be unveiled. Yes, it's going to be awesome. Well, we do have a guest with us today that we're super excited to introduce. We do. She's been joining us for the Daniel Challenge, so uh, it's going to be a fun conversation. Yeah, go ahead. Why don't you tell us about her? Okay. Deb has been, her name is Deb, Deb Tormey, and Deb has been in the public education world as a teacher and now a counselor since 1999. Currently, she is working on coursework in clinical mental health counseling with the goal to become a licensed professional counselor. She is a wife and a mother to a fun-spirited daughter, and I know that because my Ali Shea is good friends with her daughter. So Deb is also a longtime friend of mine, about 20 years now, so it's really exciting to have you on the show, Deb. Welcome, Deb. Hi. Thank you for having me. Yeah, this this is really fun. So I've gotten to know Deb a little bit, and I think she's going to tell a story about that here in a minute. Um, But today we are going to be talking about the Daniel plan challenge, which we issued this challenge a couple weeks ago on the podcast. And we had quite a few women decide to join us. And we've been on this journey. We're just about to the finish line. So we're going to be talking about that. Um, But Deb, before we get into the interview, I would love to hear something from your highlight reel. Okay, well, something that um, I'd like to share is my love of painting. Um, I enjoy painting on my own. I feel like it's um, a form of self-care that is, um, it's really therapeutic. And I really enjoy doing painting with others. So I actually met you, Patricia, at um, Becky's house one night and we did a fun paint night with another lady. And um, although I'm not an art teacher, um, I kind of just showed you guys how to paint a painting and um, it was kind of like coaching. It was like a sport. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it really was. It really, and you had to start right at the beginning with me because I didn't know anything. <laughs> well, the awesome thing about it was even though we were all painting um, from the same um, picture, they all came out very different. And I feel like it was so cool just to see everyone's interpretation of um brush strokes or just mi- mixing paint and it was just neat to see everybody's creation it was cool 
Yeah, it was really cool. It was a way to delve into the arts. I'm not super artsy. And so, you know, you breaking everything down and explaining it, it really was like coaching. And I really appreciate all of your attention to detail and walking us through it. But it was really fun. Yeah, it was, a, it was a fun night. And we laughed the whole night. So it was a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah, we did. We did yeah, laugh and I would, a lot. I would never know that you weren't like an art teacher. I actually thought that you were an art teacher. Well, thank you. That's a nice compliment. Yeah. Yes. I actually yes. wanted to be an art teacher when I was younger. So interesting. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Something it's you can maybe out. dabble in. Yeah. Well, actually, I I might one day. So maybe with the clinical mental health counseling, there's also art therapy. So who knows yeah. what God has in store. Yeah. That's really cool, actually. Mm, possibilities. Yes. It's so exciting. Endless. 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 <laughs> So fun. Well, we we have said, you know, this is about the Daniel plan again, and we are finishing up, finishing up uh, as this podcast airs um, the Daniel plan for the 10 day challenge we issued. So we Deb was in our 10 day challenge. So we really wanted to interview some women that took the challenge and find out how it went. So um, but before we do that, before we do that, we'd like to just talk to Deb a little bit about if you could just give us a little bit about your sports background you know, where sports um, have reigned in your life? Well, first I want to start by saying I was a cheerleader and cheerleading <laughs> is a sport. No matter what anybody says, it's not a club, it's a sport. Love so, it. Um, <laughs> so in high school, I was a cheerleader and all through middle school as well. And I really enjoyed it. Um, I was also in track and field. I wasn't a runner. Um, however, I did participate in the field events. I love shot and disc. Those were my favorites. And I also played basketball um, through middle school and part of high school. But um, then I ended up actually becoming the statistician um, because I wasn't as good as a basketball player. I mean, I made the team, so I guess I was good enough. But um, <laughs> I really felt like my gifted my giftedness was in paying attention to detail and doing the books. Nice. Listen, great statisticians are hard to find. We have one on the high school team that I help coach right now, and she's phenomenal. I'm not sure what we would do without her. Um, but there have been years where we didn't have one, and uh, that's an important job. Yeah. yeah, it was a fun one, too. That's, that's so fun. Cool. Well, what? What exactly attracted you? We'll move into the Daniel plan a little bit. What attracted you to the Daniel plan challenge? Well, I feel like um, I tried to make healthy meals for my family. Like we, we eat whole foods and everything. I mean, we eat our share of processed foods as well. But um, I thought it was just a good way to focus on really eating clean. And when Becky asked me to do something with her I feel like it's important to support um you know my friends and um I knew Patricia also for meeting her at the paint night and I thought all right well I'll join in I'm not the kind of person that really posts things like I'm not a Facebook person um so I didn't really share a lot about you know my journey with it but I guess I'm sharing it now <laughs> that's right everyone has a different medium for sharing it's fine <laughs> that's funny and so true but what were you even though you didn't post in the group a lot you were still there every day reading and and, and 
you know, soaking in what other women were saying. So where, you know, how did that affect you when you read, you know, different things? Because we're not going to share details from what women have shared because it's private, but how did that impact your life during the week? Um, Well, I'd have to say that um, it was really fantastic seeing that the other ladies were transparent. I think that's um, huge when you're doing something like this. I think a lot of times, especially with, you know, what we see on um, social media and just, we see this facade that people paint for us and we we see just what they want to show us instead of what's really going on. So I can tell you, I followed the Daniel plan perfectly every day. You go, That's girl. That's impressive. But, no, but I would be lying. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, no, wow. Actually, I followed the Daniel plan for um, some of the time, um, but then the Debbie plan the other time. Um <laughs> Now, actually, going into this, I feel like any other time I've been on an eating plan, it's always been so rigid. And um, this time when I started this plan, I felt as though I had to give myself grace and not be so rigid. And I even said to my husband, like, I can't go into this like that. And I didn't. And so when I did, you know, not eat clean for that meal, I wasn't you know, oh man, this isn't going to work. What's the point? Instead, you know, I just picked up at the next meal or whatever it was. And I had snacks. I mean, it was Memorial Day. So, um, <laughs> yep. but that's life. Things are going to come up and we can't just say, oh, we're going to start something or I'll start it after Christmas or after this time or after that. There's always going to be something. And it's just really about being mindful, um, you know, of each thing you're doing every, you know. I think that's a really good point because there is always something, right? Whether it's a holiday or a birthday or a wedding or a celebration, right? There's always a reason we could give ourselves an excuse to not start to do something that's healthy for us. Exactly. I was thinking that too, Patricia, and you and I did hash that out before we, when we planned this, but Mm -hmm. for adults, we need to teach our families and even our family and friends and that life is full of life. So you can't always just, you can, Oh, here's 10 days with no excitement and no family issues and no, no celebrations. That's not real. Real right. life is someone brings you a cupcake cause they just made it. You're like, thanks. And then <laughs> thanks. you take it home and you either give it to your kids or sometimes it goes in the circular, but right. I've learned to do that as well. And I don't feel bad. I used to feel bad. I'm like, I have to eat it cause they gave it to me. But I'm like, you know, what? I don't, I don't have to eat it because they gave it to me. I can say thank you. And it can still go in the circular, in the trash. Right. Because yeah. it's okay. It's the thought that counted. But I had to get over that, you guys, because I used to be like, I have to eat it. They made it for me. They took the time. Um, but I really did have to work through that. It sounds yeah. goofy, well, but I did. Well, no, I mean, that's important. It's you taking ownership of your own health journey, right? Of your own life and saying, you know what? I don't want to put that in my body. So I'm going to make that choice not to. Right. And then sometimes you've talked about this, right? We say, you know what? I am going to have this for whatever reason. And I'm going to make that choice. And I'm going to live with that as well on both sides. Yeah. And I love that too. Like yesterday, Memorial Day, I had a cookie. I was doing really good. And then I was like, you know what? I really want a dessert. So I'm going to have one. I'm going to go in and get one and I'm going to leave because the dessert table was gigantic. And I was like, (laughs) I'm just going to get one and I'm out. And I did. And one of the guys that was there was like, was like, oh, I had seven now. I'm like, get out of the house, get out of the house. <laughs> Walk like, away. I was yelling, Walk away because 
I know myself. If I physically stay in the house, oh, I'm having a cupcake and some cookies. And, you know, so, you know, I decided I'm going to have one and it's okay. How was that for you mentally with the with the eating plan? Because I know, you know, 10 days is not that long, but at the same time, every day can feel long as we're trying to make build new habits. Well, I kind of mentioned a little bit about that before, like not wanting to go into it so rigid, because I think that our thoughts, um, my thoughts um, could sometimes like tear me down just like that, you know, just the negative self-talk and, um, you know, the verse Romans 12, two says, do not be conformed by the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And we really need to, um, know who God is and know the truths about him and have knowledge of him. So our minds are renewed and we know that, um, you know, there is grace and that we are loved and it's all a process. And there's this song, I don't know if you know, but just at church this Sunday, they were playing, um, they were, um, the worship song was Graves to Gardens. And in that song, um, it just talks about, you know, he's the God of the mountain, but he's also the God of the valley. So in those times when we are struggling and, you know, it is hard with food, we, we look food is like a celebration, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, like yeah. it's, you, you eat when you're happy, you eat when you're uh, sad, you eat through, through all different emotions. Like it's, it's, um, you know, so it could be challenging to even know, like when you're hungry or what your body, your body really needs, but, um, you know, God is with us through it all. And yeah. so, um, I would have to say that verse carries me through a lot of things, not just food, but in the Daniel plan, certainly those times. Right. Well, I love that you brought up the aspect of faith because that is one of the other pieces of the Daniel plan. And so being able to have that faith element and know that God gives us grace, right? So why would we not give ourselves grace as we embrace this journey? And we do want to, I know, you know, one of the, we gave a proverb of the day, in the, in the group every day. And I know the one today had to do with, you know, um, taking I, care of what he's given us. Right? right. And so it's kind of all wraps up into one. Right. And I think it's being able to talk to other people about it too. Just like, you know, you actually posted the verse, um, from Proverbs, um, 27, 17, iron as iron sharpens iron one person sharpens another. So, you know, that's why we're created to um, build each other up and, you know, walk with each other through this journey. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it is a journey. It's a journey. Life is a journey. And I feel like with this Daniel plan, um, it's very natural because we're eating clean, they call it, but we're eating from the earth from what, you know, God has already made. Of course, like you said, we have our processed food because we live in America. We, you know, we eat what's around us. But when we're putting the, the more natural foods into our body, we feel better. But in order to do that, the journey is has people. And that's the F, the friends and the Daniel plan that I love. We call the secret sauce because, you know, that's what is great about it, that we can have friends that walk alongside us. And, you know, we do dinner with friends and and. And with those friends, we can say, hey, let's let's have cauliflower pizza if, if you're trying to stay away from some of the dough or 
we let's have a salad alongside of the chicken or, you know, like you can work together as family, even though you're friends or whatnot, but as, as friends to encourage each other to eat healthy, to then feel better. So um, I found in this, found this journey and Deb, I don't know if you did too, maybe your husband kind of being supportive or even maybe some other friends you were around in the 10 days. Um, did you find any of that? Did you, were you able to uh, share with anybody along the week, couple, 10 days? Well, I would say my husband, I mean, we got, like I said, we kind of eat clean already. And actually years ago when we were first married, he, um, he had this book called the China study. And actually he was a missionary in China for several years, um, actually before we met. And the China study is all about eating like just fruits and vegetables and, you know, and that we can live off just that, you know? And I was always like, no, we need chicken we need yeah. that you know so Protein. it's kind of yeah it's kind of funny how he's kind of transformed how he eats you know like well that's what happens when you get married right it like <laughs> yeah. it stretches it all runs together right but um so, so but yeah he's definitely supportive I feel like he's always very supportive of me with you know whatever plan I choose <laughs> Yeah. So, um, and the great thing is that he enjoys all that too. So that's a good thing. Yeah, that's great. So how about the fitness aspect of the challenge? Did you focus on that at all? Was that part of what you were doing this last 10 days? Actually, so, um, my fitness has really, it's just like more steps, you know, like with on my Mm -hmm. Apple watch, you can, you know, track that. Um, so I haven't really been actively like, as much as I would have liked to do like activities. Um, And I guess it's also been challenging, not that this is an excuse, but I feel like I'm on the screen so much, not just at work, but with doing my coursework, I feel like I'm really focusing on that. And you still need to get, take a break. You know, it's funny. Sometimes my watch, I'll I'll feel it buzz and it'll say, take a breath. And I do take a deep breath and it it really makes a difference. So when they say stance, I do laps around my building. So, you know, I try to, um, you know, focus on that. Yeah, no, I think that's great. I mean, I know I don't have an Apple Watch, but I know people that have Apple Watches and they tell me that it'll tell them to stand up and walk around every once in a while, which is fantastic. I love that it that it does that. I know another friend of mine, um, well, a colleague, we've started doing phone calls like I feel like it's old school now to say, hey, do you want to do a phone call instead of a Zoom call? Because then we both go out and go for a walk in our neighborhood while we do our work call, um, just so that we get our steps in, because we've become so glued to the computer screen. Absolutely. That's a good idea. I like that. Yeah, that's a really good idea. And we also love to walk in our neighborhood. We have some really great neighbors, and um, I've really gotten to know a lot of... um, other moms around the block and we love to go take walks and things with the dogs and everything. So, you know, every step is exercise, right? Yes. No, it is. It's good. And and it's more just being aware of, you know, if you have an Apple watch, you know how many steps you took during the day. And, you know, if you don't feel like your fitness is what it wants to be, then maybe tomorrow you focus on getting some more steps, you know, or do your work call over the phone so that you can walk around. Um, but you know, just the focus on those different aspects of health, I think is just important and healthy for us to know where we're at. Absolutely. 
And the cool thing, I'll tell you, not that this is a plug for an iPhone watch or whatever they're called, but the activity app this morning, since it was June 1st, they're like, oh, these were your stats. And if you double it, we'll give you a medal. Ooh, yeah, it's really? just a little sticker thing or whatever that they show you on the watch, but still it makes you, encourages you, right? Even though, yeah, you know. I like That's, that. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. I like yeah, to know things. Don't worry. I'll show you. Good. Thanks, Deb. <laughs> so, Deb, what nuggets uh, from the challenge stood out that you can share with our listeners? Just one or two things that you liked throughout the 10 days that you would say from the Daniel plan that you could pass on. Well, I would definitely not say chicken nuggets because they're <laughs> not on the Daniel plan. <laughs> they're not there. No. Actually, what about Chick-fil-A? What about Chick-fil-A? <laughs> no, actually, um, just that it's just really important to um, for self-care. And when we are eating healthy and eating clean, um, I know that I feel so much better. And I feel like um, I am better mentally, emotionally, Um and it's just really awesome, too, I feel like, to do things with others. Mm-hmm. Um, because when you're doing something alongside somebody, you're actually able to really share with them and grow through it. Um, so I would say probably to, you know, have a friend join along with me and just have someone that you can be accountable with. But I think the biggest thing for me, and I think the biggest growth point for me like I said before was just not being so rigid and giving myself grace and that it's a process and there's going to be ups and downs and just like in John 16 33 it says that I've told you these things so that you may have peace in this world you have trouble but take heart, I've overcome the world. And he's overcome everything, no matter what we struggle with. And, you know, we can only do our best and guide. And God is going to guide us through it and he's going to carry us through it. So true. Um, yeah, I love that. I think that's beautiful. The idea of overcoming implies that there's something to overcome. And so giving yourself grace implies that we're saying that, you know what, we're going to move past this and not beat ourselves up for it. And realizing that we're going to overcome an obstacle in doing that. And knowing that there's going to be obstacles in our path, I think makes us less freaked out when they appear. And it's probably easier to give ourselves grace then in those instances. I like that. That's a visual, Patricia. Like if we already know there's things out there that we got to get over. I like that. Right. And that God goes with us along that journey. And then he's going to help us overcome those obstacles as well. And because he's already overcome everything, Jesus Christ has overcome the world. So we can, we can do this. Yeah. So Deb, thank you. I love those, those truths that you shared. And I'm excited for other women and men to come alongside each other and help each other. Because when we are eating healthier, we do feel better. And when we feel better, we think better, we think better, we are better. And so we're better for ourselves and then for our families. It's like a ripple effect when you throw that rock into the pond. So, well, how about we change the word better to grow? Because if you, grow. you're trying to be better, you make it sound like there's something wrong and there's nothing wrong. I like it. So we grow, right? we grow and grow and grow. Yes. I like it. 
All right, Deb. Well, thank you so much for sharing. I have loved this whole interview. But before we let you go, we need to hear something from your blooper reel. Well, I have a interesting story to tell. Um, one day I was um, sitting with Becky. Um, this was many years ago when I first um, knew her. And uh, she was telling me all about this guy she met and how wonderful he was. And she's telling me all about it. And I'm like, I know this guy. I, I know exactly who she's describing. And it ended up being her husband um, now. Um, but it's funny because I actually knew him. Um, and while she was telling this story, I was like, oh, my gosh, I know him. That's so funny. <laughs> Did you tell her that you knew him or you just let her go on and on and on? No, no, she was just talking about him and everything. And I was like, I know him. And so it was kind of <laughs> cool, like, you know, because I was like, yeah, he's a nice guy. And there you have it. She's like, oh, thank God somebody knows him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, so you vetted Matt. Yes. It's kind, of, it's kind of a good thing, you know, like when your friends know um, or ask, you know, questions, you know, because yeah, it's important to know who you're uh, – dating and all of that actually there's another funny story about that with um my friend amanda because um they were i was out with her and her husband to be and i said what intentions do you have with my friend um you know <laughs> i love I it i was interrogating him so this is kind of like i guess this is like a common thing you know this is your role <laughs> yeah you're good at it. your so. daughter's boyfriends do not stand a chance I know. Yeah. Well, look, I'm just real about it. I, I like it straight. I'm from North Jersey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's North Jersey girl. Deb, did you, do you remember? I don't think I knew Matt's last name at the time. And I was like, he, his name's Matt Pinhead. Like, I don't think I could even say my own last name now then. And yeah. you're like, oh, Pinhead. Pinhead. His name's Pinhead. And I was like, what? Well, that's the funny thing. I don't remember Pinhead, but it's all oh, good. That's Coast Guard. I just remember him that. saying, how you doing? <laughs> oh, like Joey Tribbiani? <laughs> nice. Nice. Oh, goodness. All right, Deb. Well, this has been super fun. You know, I love you and we've had lots of laughs. There is one thing that we would love for you to share with our guests, and that is our Pass the Ball part of the episode. And this is when you get to share a woman friend of yours that has inspired you, supported you, encouraged you. So if you have someone like that, that you would like to share about, that would be great. Sure. Um, so one person that comes to mind is uh, a friend of mine, Lori, and I actually work with her. Uh, she is uh, the lead guidance counselor. And um, I met Lori when I first started um, teaching at my high school and um, she really took me under her wing. And the cool thing was, is that we, um, you know, spent time together, a bunch of other ladies, we had ladies nights and things like that. And she uh, took me out to different school events and um, just kind of like, like I said, took me under her wing. And she was such a great example to get me involved in extracurricular things and just go out to sporting events. And um, Lori is an athlete, um, and she was, at the time, the girls' basketball coach. And it was just so fun to watch her um, in coaching 
uh, the girls and just how they looked up to her. So I really feel like she was a great example uh, to them. Um, but I also feel like just throughout so many things in um, my career, she has been an encouragement to me, um, especially being uh, the person who helped me through my um, school counseling internship. And I worked under her. So um, she was really a great resource and just really helpful. And she's just been a really amazing friend. And uh, I'm thankful that with her and a couple people at work, we are able to uh, pray together and just share, you know, about the Lord and just be encouraged by each other. So I'm thankful for her, um, not just, you know, uh, for work, um, our work friendship, but our personal um, you know, friendship, as well as the encouragement she has been as a coach. Awesome. Oh, that's fantastic. We all need those people that are inviting and encouraging. Absolutely. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Deb, for being on the show today. I love having gotten to know you a little bit through learning to paint. Although I will say I'm still not very good at that, but it was fun. Um, and then also through this Daniel plan challenge, I appreciate some things that you said about self care and giving yourself grace as we journey towards being healthier and grow. I like that. Um, just learning to, to grow in that. Um, you have been listening to life is a team sport podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Life is a Team Sport, as well as we have a Facebook group also by the same name. And you are also welcome to email us if you are interested in getting our Daniel Plan Challenge worksheet. We're happy to send that to you after the fact, even though we've already done the group. You can email us at lifeisateamsportpodcast at gmail.com. And never forget, life is a team sport, and you are never alone.